afternoon and welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Ron Landis and the late Patty Fink. And our guest today is the inimitable Candy Markham. I can never say that, but thank you. <laughs> inimitable. And uh, because Candy's here, we've decided to have Pledge Drive today. <laughs> <laughs> I think it works that way. Um, Patty is excited because our new Pledge Drive item is a pink ladies t-shirt with her favorite design, the blue bonnet design. See, the station was listening to you, Patty. I love the blue bonnet design, but it, you can't even really tell on that pink so-called lady shirt <laughs> I would get personally I would get the traditional classic black tee with the K-N-O-N um, blue bonnets on it because it's so vivid it just pops right out and it, I think it does I, pop a little more yep. I, I think I know what I have to get for my pledge drive item the what? pink ladies tee in a size quadruple extra four and give it as a gift to Patty <laughs> hey now I won't wear it. She doesn't so, like pink. So you should, you should, you know, plan that for yourself, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I might just do that. <laughs> for you and a friend. For, for me and a friend, we can both wear it. Jean, yeah. you'll, we can wear that one together then. Yeah. Uh, we can. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd fit in it. Uh, it is Pledge Drive, like I said, and the number to give us a call is 972-647-1893. That, sure That's 972-647-1893. And um, the other way to give us a call is to not give us a call, but to go online. And if you go online, just go to knon.org, hit the Pledge Now button, and that way you can see our beautiful new ladies' tee as well as the other T-shirts and mugs and um, aprons and pint glasses and other Pledge Drive items that we have. Um, it, just hit that Pledge Now button, and it'll just ask you for basic information and uh, pledge to... Uh, they're listed by DJ name, so uh, I'm listed as David Taffet on the first page of because they're alphabetical by first name and it's taffet with two taffet this one with is two, two f's and two t's right even though i don't <laughs> <laughs> so candy when we were talking about what should we talk about well the pandemic is winding down sort of yeah uh we're approaching a uh, milestone of a million people who died in the united states from mm -hmm. covid but it doesn't seem to be as contagious, the, the variant that's going around now. I think it is very much contagious. I, I was going to say, I know a whole bunch of people. It's that, as contagious yeah. as any of them. But because we are uh, vaccinated, people are not getting as sick. But it's, it's contagious. And it's some contagious. cities, numbers are going right back up. Yep because it's contagious. Mm -hmm. But as far as numbers going to the hospital and overwhelming everyone, I mean, they are going up, but they're not overwhelming people. So, you know, something worked for us. It was the vaccine, and I also think it was herd immunity. Uh, it's, Con it's, continuous it's, masking. Yes, well, for sure. Uh, plus, there's a new medication that if you take it within the first couple of days of exposure, seems to work very well as far as clearing your system of the uh, virus mm -hmm. well at least not causing you to be hospitalized yeah. or die right i mean that's that's the big thing is that right. these the vaccines were never meant to 
to prevent you from getting COVID or suffering from COVID. Well, they it just meant for you, you wouldn't get so sick that you would be hospitalized and you certainly wouldn't die. Right. 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 Um, so uh, getting together in-person events are coming back. Uh, yesterday was the summit for the Coalition for Aging LGBT. It was their fifth annual summit. It had about 100 people there. Um, some people were wearing masks. It is an older crowd. I was there. <laughs> well, and you is, certainly are older. <laughs> it is about the aging, so yeah, people um, are older. There were a number of younger people who were there uh, who were interested in what was good, what was being offered. 40, 45? Yeah, the youngsters. <laughs> That's young to me. That is young to me, too. I wish I knew that at the time, but... <laughs> um, what should we know about getting together again for in-person events, how we should act with each other? Because everybody's not at the same level of comfort. Right, and, and I think uh, one of the tenets of mental health is knowing about boundaries, knowing about your own boundary, knowing about being able to read someone else's boundary. You know, there are some people, and I tend to be like this my own self, that are huggers, and they'll just go hug people. Well, you know, some of us may not be ready to be hugged like that. Some people don't even want to do a handshake yet. Right. They're still doing fist bumps fist or, bumps or elbows. elbow bumps. Yeah. Um, so it is about being able to know where you are with that and knowing that not everyone is where you are. Mm -hmm. And so you take a reading about that. And whoever is uh, more conservative is the boundary you respond to. And your advice on respecting that is just respect it. It's about good manners, isn't it? It's about good manners. So, Patty, that head bump is not one of the appropriate. <laughs> head bump has never been my favorite. I really um, adore the elbow bump um, and have a lot of fun, you know, doing that with, with folks. Um, and I'm, I'm typically a hugger, but I've totally dialed back the hugging. Yes. And, and not only because you have concerns about being infected, but you know that other person does, and you don't want to offend that other person. So it is an offensive behavior if you do not respect someone's boundary. Uh, and the emotion that goes with being offended is anger. So when people get angry with you and you don't understand that, chances are you have crossed a boundary. Right, or you see them back up suddenly. Like yeah, but really then some people just keep going. <coughs> true. So true. So if you see, if that person that you're being offended by is a flight attendant, you shouldn't punch him in the face. <laughs> no, and flight attendants wouldn't do that. They're the ones that try to keep us protected. It's those passengers. Yeah, what's going on with that? I, 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 People I still... are just angry, aren't they? What, what's that about? They're just angry. It was hidden for so long. This is my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. And then Trump got elected, and all those angry people Hello. came out of the shadows. Hello. They were always there. I just didn't see them. Yeah, you, you don't just become an angry person suddenly. No. And they're, they're expressing it in all kinds of ways. Like they're they have no making no effort whatsoever to control their anger or redirect it into something positive. Um, yep. It's just blurted out there. Yep. 
over and over and over in all kinds of ways, and especially online. Well, it, that an anonymity of online is kind of reminds me of uh, rage driving because you can't see the person or you think you're protected from the person so you can, you know, be, be as rude uh, as you want to be. And, I mean, people are angry. Um, yeah. And they, they fault, you know, us, the media. Um, they, they fault, um, you know, books in the school and I don't, it's, you know, police. It's just, it's just everywhere. Uh, I, I feel for the school systems. I really, really do. That's why teachers are leaving the profession. Yeah. You know, I mean, Laron, your your husband is a teacher <laughs> in a public school. Um, what's what's his sense of of those around him and his peers? I mean, are, yeah, it's, it's at an all time high. He, what, people what have grade? left. He teaches eighth grade. Okay, middle school. Oh, uh, middle school. Um, some of his colleagues have left, and you know, lucky for him, he can retire. I think in four years. Okay. So, and he's absolutely going to do it. <laughs> He doesn't have to, but he will. Because, because of how difficult it is. It's now? just difficult. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's difficult. The teachers don't get. People wouldn't believe this. The pressure and the non-support the teachers get from the upper, from their uh, leadership. Leadership. Yeah. Well, if you heard last week's show with uh, Rachel, the Irving ISD teacher who has now been fired. Finally, after torturing her for a school, full school year, mm -hmm. she found it kind of amusing. But uh, I mean, she she approached it with the right attitude. Uh, she wasn't this victim. She, she 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 knew she was right, and she knows she's right. Uh, and she'll find a school system that'll appreciate her. So she's going to stay in, in the profession. Uh, yep. Good. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah, good for her. She knows that the way the people at I, Irving ISD are acting is not normal. You know, I wonder, because <coughs> I was kind of involved in private education, I wonder if the private schools are having the same uh, issues that the independent school districts are, which are parents coming in and, and banning books and a lot of pressure on the teachers to teach a certain way. I, I, I don't know anyone in the in the private school system right now, but I, w I wonder if they have the same thing. I, I would think the reaction would be from the school, this is our school library. If your child doesn't want to take out that book or you don't want them to, don't take out the book, but we're not removing the book. I would hope so. Uh, this is our curriculum. You were free to review it before you enrolled your student in our school, mm. and you're free to enroll your child in a public school. I, I, that, I hope that's right. That makes too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you can apply that logic to even public schools, but th that, that's not how people are it's acting. Not happen, it makes too it? much sense. <laughs> so, Laron, is, is Danny like of the opinion that um, the most pressure is coming from the top within the organization, or is it coming from parents, like parents of students in his classes? May, no, mainly the top. Really? Mainly the top, yeah. Um, because when, you know, Danny's not the only person in my life as a school teacher. One of my best friends has worked in education for about 30 years also. And when there's issues with the students, a lot of times you, would, you, would, you wouldn't believe the lack of support you get from the up. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, there have been um, studies done and surveys done uh, in recent weeks that show that the this this idea that it's all coming from parents and that all parents are mad at schools for what they're teaching and they don't want discussions of black people or so-called CRT. They don't want, you know, in the math books, they don't want all this stuff being taught and like don't say gay. Like non-binary numbers. Yeah, non-binary numbers. There you go. You know, that, that, it's, that it's somehow pervasive among parents and it's not. It's 26% of parents feel this way. So the flip side of that is 74% are th actually the study showed that they support the what's being taught in schools in terms of math, history, black history. Um, they want more sex education, more more history and more truth in history and are really very supportive of what teachers are doing and mm -hmm. the way they've always taught. Mm -hmm. It's it's shocking to me that this this tiny bit then they get all the press. And all the laws. <laughs> well, that right. reminds me of when, probably 15, maybe 20 years ago, <clears throat> when kids were starting to come out in high school, and their, they and their parents would say to me, it's not so much the other kids bullying us, it's the teachers. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, at the Irving ISD school board meeting, one of the kids said, you want the entire campus to be a, uh, a safe zone. Well, I had a teacher bullying me about a rainbow bandana I happened to be wearing. She said, we don't feel safe in school. Yeah, yeah. And what's, what's crazy is the idea that a whole school could be a safe zone for kids. Good Imagine goal. Imagine that. Well, it's a good, good goal. It's a fantastic goal. And it should be their goal. Every every kid should feel safe. Speaking about goals, our goal for this pledge drive. Oh. Ooh, nice one. Uh, Good, David. Nice segue. It is hasn't even gotten started yet. We need uh, people to either give us a call, and we don't know that actually because some of you may have gone online to make your pledge. And, and looking at our list from last pledge drive, almost all the pledges were done online. Thank so, you all who supported the show, yes. and we hope you'll continue to support the show. Um, by going to knon.org and making another online pledge, even if it's just small, the numbers of people pledging really make a difference for us. So please do it. 972-647-1893. I'm standing by, and Gene is even standing by from the previous show. Well, any of us will answer the phone and assist you. Give us a call, 972-647-1893. And, Lauren, I gave you the... Um, yeah, the Kano and Elite Music Sponsor. This yeah. is a great way to... Uh, support an organization that um, that could support us. It's called the Elite uh, New Elite Sponsor Package. Every new Elite Sponsor during this pledge drive can sponsor a KNON PSA announcement for a nonprofit of your choice. KNON will make a recording um, for another good cause that you select. You will be thanked on that recording. It will run for one month on a format that you're supporting. Uh, tell uh, people about this good cause you believe in while supporting good music and programming on KNON. Now, it must be a 501c3 and not a political or lobbying campaign. Um, your name will be on, um, on the KNON e uh, event guest for one year. Wow. Um, you will also be receiving two KNON items of your choice. And you can put it on a bank draft or a credit card, and it's only uh, $41.67 a month. 
is what that comes to. Uh, it comes to. You know, uh, we've sold several of them on this show. Patty, you've done that. Before. We've done it before, and it's mm -hmm. what a joy to go. Hey, we got an event tonight. Kano's having a live music and food. Let's go, and you don't even have to say, "Where are the tickets?" Nope. You know, just like, who's got the tickets? Nope. Your name's on the list. You just show up, and they go, hey, Patty. Hey, Patty and Aaron. You know, and, and we mm -hmm. come, and we enjoy our, our live music and food, and we just show up. And it's 40-something events a year. Yeah, because it's a lot of events a year. So you will recoup that money very quick. Very quickly. And, wow, the, the live music opportunities... After having been, you know, stifled during COVID, mm -hmm. yeah. what, you know, what a great, and, and every kind of music you can imagine. And the food. The food. The food. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's worth it just for the Mardi Gras gumbo really party. Is. Um, by itself. Right, right. You know, but that's, uh, that, that's. Yeah, just the great great music, great food. Yeah, so give us a call, and we'll help you get set up on that. 972-647-1893, or again, go to knon.org. And um, one reason that this pledge drive is so important, we're just playing a little bit of catch-up now. Our events are back underway, but over the last two years, KNON was bringing in 25% less each year due to reduced uh, underwriting and benefits. Uh, um, 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 our expenses average about $45,000 $45, a month. It varies each month a little bit, but uh, our tower lease is $5,480. And, uh, Candy, you were out at our beautiful tower I office. I have been to that tower, uh, and it really does tower. And who knew it's on a really high bluff. The highest Dallas point in area. Dallas County. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, and it's covered in scorpions. It is. That it is. money goes to pay for the scorpions. No, and, for the, and their lifestyle. No, the scorpion <laughs> killer. The scorpion killer. killer. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not pro scorpion. <laughs> anyway, Gene is on the phone right now. Lauren is standing by, waiting for a call. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. That's nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Give us a call or go online to knon.org, and we'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this. KNON depends on listener support, and now is the time for you to help keep this show on the air. If you like what you're hearing and want to show appreciation for your community radio station, pick up the phone and call to make a pledge. Call 972-647-1893 or go online to knon.org. Don't wait for someone else to do it. Without the support of our listeners, there won't be any community radio on the air in North Texas. So take a few minutes to make a pledge. Call 972-647-1893. 1893 or go online to knon.org. KNON thanks you for your support. Hi, this is Candy Markham, and I listen to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON FM. Listen. And yeah, we were just laughing. Candy's been doing this with us on Pledge Drive Weeks for a while. Long time. A long time, and we appreciate your coming in during Pledge Drive, because those shows are actually... They're fun. They're fun, but you can't just concentrate on the conversation we're having. We have to break in for Pledge Drive, and so and it care. takes a skilled guest 
oh, okay. to navigate that with us. Um, you know, one of the things I was saying before the, the break was that our expenses vary each month. You know, one of the things that varies is like when Patty demands a women's uh, or a ladies t-shirt okay. <laughs> with a blue bonnet print, the station, the station responds. And we have that pink KNON ladies t-shirt. Um, what sizes does that come in? You know, the sizes aren't printed here. It's like all the sizes. Yeah, from s small, small through large. I think it's 5XL. Or 5XL. And actually, I did not request that, but I have sort of been bugging folks uh, at the station about returning the blue bonnet because it's such a beautiful design. And I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. I have a whole bunch of these from over the years. And when I wear them, people go, that is a pretty shirt. Or they say, wow, K-N-O-N, look at those blue bonnets. Yep. Or, yep. And they really, it's, it's, so, it's such an eye grabber. So I'm thrilled, thrilled that it's back. And yeah. what a great time because it's blue bonnet time. It is. Yeah. You know what I just found out recently? What? Oh, I actually more like last year. It's not illegal to pick blue bonnets. No, it's not. And I, I think all of Texas <laughs> grew up hearing that. Did you? Yeah. yeah I always like, thought it was illegal. Yeah. It's like, it's not illegal to pick blue bonnets. So, so after the show, you and Gabrielle going to go out into a field and yeah, sure, why pick not? blue bonnets so <laughs> yeah. that nobody else can enjoy them? Yeah, why not? Well, take her picture. Before yeah, because it's, it, it's a great scenery to take yeah. pictures. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but we used to do that. You stop on the highway mm -hmm. with a big, big patch of them on a berm mm -hmm. by the highway mm -hmm. and go lay in it and get a picture taken and yep. we'd be like all upset because we'd lay on them and push them down and we're like oh no they're gonna get arrested if we pull it up that's not it's a mess i think that's yeah, right up there with taking that label off the mattress mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna come get you david tell us why you do not have on a k-n-o-n shirt yeah i'm going to a funeral after this it's oh, uh, max glauben uh passed away earlier this week um, Max Gladwin was a, yeah, oh, a Holocaust a survivor, hero. and he died on Holocaust Remembrance Day, which I think that was the piece that was the kicker that got him uh, on national news. I, there's so much about him that he should have been on national news. I mean, that was, <clears throat> you know, a God thing that he died on that day. But uh, he, he is a, was a beloved and well-known personality. So I have several funny Mac stories. One of them was a number of years ago, um, Westboro Baptist Church was coming to protest Congregation Bethel Benah, the LGBT synagogue, and the Holocaust Museum. Oh, really? Yeah. So we told the Holocaust Museum, don't worry, we got your back. They'll have protesters. We'll have counter-protesters. I'll call a couple of hundred of my closest friends and we'll show up. Well, the Holocaust Museum was kind of having a little bit of a panic over this, and they told all of the Holocaust survivors, stay home during that day, don't come in, uh, you know, we don't want you to have to see this. Yep. And um, most of them stayed away, except for Max. <laughs> and his attitude toward the whole thing was, if a couple of stupid signs was the worst thing I ever saw in my life, I lived a pretty good life. And what, an, what a wonderful attitude. You know, that was my attitude toward it, too. Westboro Baptist Church, the most dangerous thing they do is hold up a stupid sign and say stupid things. <laughs> yep. And show up and do it in front of despicable places. Right. 
Yeah. Right. The so people's funerals and so what Bethel Benad did for the protest in front of our synagogue was we had people pledge uh, certain whatever they'd like to pledge uh, based on how long they actually protested out, out front. Oh. At the time, we raised the most amount of money that had ever been raised at one of wow. these fundraisers. <laughs> we raised over ten thousand dollars. Wow. wow. They so, turned out, didn't they? So, yeah, so I wrote a thank you letter to Fred Phelps at the time <laughs> and said to him, please come back. As the leader of a nonprofit organization yourself, you know how hard it is to raise money. This was a wonderful <laughs> fundraiser for us. And I remember back in the day, it was, it was a bar, I think it was in Kansas City, a gay bar in, in Kansas City that, that started that said, well, from now on when they protest, let's just clock their time and get pledges every minute. Mm -hmm. And they were the first one. I think they raised $5,000, like, like just announcing it. Like, they're, <laughs> they're doing it right now. Let's raise some money. And it kind of took off across the country, and we did that very well. And I think, I think Beth Elbina had a, uh, like, got an ice, commercial ice machine well, what for, it was, the, we for the had, resource center. Yeah, the resource center, which is where we had me were meeting at the time, their ice machine broke down. Mm -hmm. So we said, as a longtime tenant, hey, we'll replace that for you. So we did, and they still have that ice maker. Uh, and there's a <laughs> plaque on it. Every five years, but go ahead. This is a commercial, large, oh, okay. several thousand dollar uh, ice maker. Uh, but they do go out eventually if you use them enough, uh, like any mechanical device like that, any appliance. Um, but there was there's a plaque on it that says the Fred Phelps Memorial <laughs> Ice Maker. <laughs> Are you suggesting that he's not alive anymore, Fred Phelps? Yeah, he's not. Okay, but his family still. His family is still doing it, but they're insignificant now. I would say he was the. I mean, the, the name Westboro Baptist Church uh, conjures up these horrible images, and eh, this stupid. Well, stupid, I, stupid I love people. that story, David, because I can just see Max showing up, all five foot four of him mm -hmm. showing up. <laughs> to protest those signs. Right. You know, he just, he didn't care. He, he saw such death and destruction. He was in the middle of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. Very courageous. He lived in labor camps for, for several years and was on a death march to Dachau when he was liberated. Uh, you know, he saw some really horrible things. I never saw him without a smile on his face. Yeah. Just yeah. over the years of times that I'd seen him wonderful person um, and speaking of wonderful people Vivian thank you very much for your pledge oh thank you Vivian yes Thanks, thank Viv. you Vivian um, I bet Louise had something to do with that too I'm, I'm guessing so I, yeah. I, I'm guessing but uh, this is a challenge to Louise now Okay. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, David. But you know what? It's the same. I think they share the same bank account. Probably. <laughs> unlike Candy. And unlike Patty and Aaron. Uh, unlike Patty and Aaron, unlike Candy. <laughs> well, here, I think they share the same bank account. You know, things have changed, so now we're now we're real lesbians. We have our bank accounts together. You but, do? You change? Well not all of them, but <laughs> but, you, but you do have at least one. Do you have the dinner fund so that you can pay one check? Like <laughs> we have a household account. And what about oh. you, you? You and you and Aaron are still separate. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
interesting. And it, it turns out even every time, doesn't it? Yeah, we, we managed to do it. We're really pretty good at it. Well, hey, hey, as long yeah, as it yeah. works. As long as it works. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not, not us. Yeah. Yeah, Brian and I tried a joint account for a week. <laughs> Longest week of your life. Uh, yeah, when it came time to pay bills out of that household account, I said, where's the money? <laughs> he said, I needed it. Well, there you go, see? You know, so um, you, don't, you guys do joint money? I, I mean, so long ago, I have to tell the story. <laughs> God, I think Denny and I had been together maybe a year or two, long before we got legally married. And I was like, okay, here's the bills. You pay this, I paid that. And he was just like, uh-uh. If we're together, we're together. Everything's got to be together. Whoa. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so you melded. You They've been together. Everything's been melded together ever since. And they're about to celebrate their 25th anniversary. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. Thank you. Congrats, Thank you. Laron. Thank Thank you. Years. That's a long, yeah. long time. Long time. So, yeah, I mean, nothing separate here. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, I don't know. It, God, now that we have a kid, that would be just really hard. Make, it, just, it would make it more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, no, what, what account do we dip in to do this, to pay for her, this and that? No, just, just one account. See, but we, we see it as the same. It's yeah. like, well, I covered that or whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's all going to be the same money anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, we're going to end up with whatever we end up with when we retire, if we ever retire. Um, you know, and be able to enjoy that. So it's all one bucket. Okay. Yeah. Candy shook her head when uh, Patty said, when we retire. You're not going to retire? No. Are no. you still paying off your college, college loans? <laughs> your you know, loans? what I'm doing, except for, for here, is I'm keeping my money instead of giving it away. You should think about that, Patty. You're so generous. Um, and, you know, building up for our, re our retirement, but I can't, I can't see myself retiring. Now, I'm, I'm not going to have an office space come December, but I'm going to be doing video counseling, which is kind of what I do now, maybe a half the time or more than that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just an easy gig. I love helping people. Um, See, I'm with yeah, you on why that. Not? Yeah. Last time I went down to visit my cousins in Florida, they said to me, so David, when are you moving down here with us? And I said, what do you do with yourself all day <laughs> no kidding and they said well we go to the beach we check in our mom we uh you know and we go shopping i said okay we're doing that this week what about next week <laughs> and they said what do you do with your time and i said i wake up i figure out who i'm going to piss off that day <laughs> and then you go get paid for it <laughs> And I do, and, and it keeps me happy. Now, could I slow down a little bit? Maybe. Yeah, maybe I could take and take my actual vacation time. <laughs> so. You know, it's just I think it's different for different people. Yeah. Um, I would say this is a guess. I've not read this anywhere. I would say seventy-five percent of the people do not like what they do for a living. They do it for the money, so that they can do the things they like to do. Right. Well, I'm in that 25%. I love what I do. It fills me up. It, uh, it has a lot of meaning to me. And so to stop that, especially as young as I'm feeling for being so old, um, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So that's why I'm shaking my, my head to you. You all are still so young and have so much to offer. 
Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to think about that more. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm kind of thrilled that you're going to give up the office and you don't have to, you know, d deal with Dallas traffic all like like Yeah, that two-block commute. Yeah, yeah. It takes me nine minutes to get to my office. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, I can get nine to minutes. mine in seven. <laughs> you win. Wow. So, have, so since you do things on, on like, tele, tele-counseling, tele have yeah. you had um, Rate Your Room yet? Have you seen this phenomenon no. on Twitter where they take a screenshot of you on, like, all these, all these commentators on TV that are, you know, doing it from their kitchen or from their yeah. living room and uh -huh. stuff? And there's a there's an account that rates the room, like like how you've well, you arranged know. it, how attractive it looks. <laughs> oh, really? My, yeah. my office looks really nice in the video, and I have a I have a light and I have a, a camera. Uh, but at home, sometimes I'll I'll do that from home. Uh, that room is not ready for prime time, so there are backgrounds that you can put on. Uh, and they just see that background. Yeah. And so mine's like the beach or something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, what I don't like about those is that the person sometimes disappears into the when, ocean. When, yeah. you, when you move, you know, yeah. it, it, it doesn't follow you very well. But, you know, I'm turning that room into an office, so it'll look really nice. Too. I like it to look like an office because that's... They have a lot of virtual backgrounds out there now, yeah. and I have one as an office, and people have no idea. They're always asking, oh, when did you go into the office today? I'm not... <laughs> uh -huh. Like, really? Like, you don't yeah. have a cubicle at home? Right, right, exactly. But, you know, to yeah. see people at home and you see their dogs running around or their kid running around, or you know, it's real distracting. They can. Do you have a cat or a dog that wanders into the scene? Do I have a, a what? A cat, a cat or, or a dog. dog. <laughs> she laughs. I, I, I don't. I make sure that door is locked and no one can come in. It's all about HIPAA compliance. No, no cats. No cats, no, no dogs. You know, we don't have any animals anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Me too, mm. but I couldn't take the hit, so. Yeah. It just yeah. broke my heart, so I didn't want to do that again. But that is an issue for me. Is it? Oh, yeah. They wander into your oh, yeah. work, I mean, work meeting? I, so I have two cats now. One, I, you know, I put away because she's still a kitten, wants to run around. My dog's put away. But my other cat is fairly disciplined, but every once in a while she wants to be next to me and she'll literally jump in a shot like oh my god get down <laughs> especially when you're on camera mm -hmm. they love mm -hmm. to come over and mm -hmm. then you see this tail mm -hmm. <laughs> from the mine likes the little light on the top of the uh oh the computer on that's the computer that goes on that's uh your camera right and he'll cover it sometimes <laughs> <laughs> right uh, one time we were on a webinar that's a lot of people on those and one of my judges just out of the blue said, oh, LeBron, you have such a pretty cat. And I'm like, where's she? She was right behind me. <laughs> Didn't even know it. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the difference now with COVID. We have this hybrid way of going back to work now. Mm -hmm. And I know maybe we need to do a commercial, but at, when the commercial is over, we might want to talk about coming back into the social and workplace after COVID. And we have a minute, but I do want to mention that KNON now accepts pledges on Cash App. If you have Cash App on your phone, go to dollar sign KNON radio. That's all caps, no spaces, dollar sign KNON radio. To make a quick and easy pledge, uh, Cash App pledges are not eligible for premium. So if you're looking to just donate without a premium, uh, if you have three drawers full of KNON t-shirts, 
like Patty does, like I do, like uh, Candy does. And Laron, how many drawers of Cana Win t-shirts do you Probably have? Probably one. Just one? And I'm starting to fill up my daughter's. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you'd like to, your, just your entire donation to go to Cana Win and want to pledge your phone, pledge using your phone, send your donation to KNON on Cash App. Uh, be sure to note uh, David Taffet and according to Patty who just looked it up, my name's spelled correctly for the first time in 32 years. It is. It's really just two D's, two T's, and two F's. <laughs> no, two V's? Two D's, David. But I should Wouldn't have two, two V's in the middle of David. No? No, no. Two, oh, okay. No V. No uh, double V. Anyway, that's dollar sign KNON Radio. Our, our new pledge item that Patty loves is the ladies' blue bonnet T-shirt. Actually, she loves the KNON black blue blue bonnet T-shirt. Easy for you to say. <laughs> blue, blue bonnet T-shirt, um, which is one of the prettiest T-shirts we've ever had here at KNON. Uh, give us a call nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. That's 972-647-1893. Jeans are standing by. And Laurens? Are standing by. Are standing by. We'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this. 972-647-1893 is the most important number you can call at this moment. 972-647-1893 helps keep independent radio, community radio, on the air. This program you are listening to needs your support right now. Can you imagine tuning in at this time in the future and your favorite program not being here? By calling 972-647-1893 or making a pledge online at knon.org, you help keep this program on the air and make sure the voice of the people is heard all over the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Call 972-647-1893 and make a pledge. It's your most important call of the day. Got KNON? Make the answer yes. I'm Christina from the Owens and I listen to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON FM. And this is Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Lauren Landis and the late Patty Fink. And our guest is Candy Markham, who has been our guest like 10 years now uh, no for the first pledge drive. Way more than that. Yeah. It is more than that. Yeah. Huh. 10 years flies. Get a blink of an eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. Um, but it is Pledge Drive if you'd like to make a pledge, like the announcement said, 972-647-1893. Or what's uh, easier for lots of people is just to go online. Lots of you are listening to us online anyway. Uh, so um, knon.org and hit the Pledge Now button, and that's an easy way to do it. Um, Candy, before the show, we were talking about what should we talk about today? So you suggested Mother's Day. Yes. Which Mother is next Sunday. Yes, yeah. it's coming up. And, you know, the first thought I had was how important our relationships are with our mother. Um, deep, meaningful. Um, if your mother is still alive, you're lucky. Uh, celebrate that. Uh, if your mother is deceased, be aware of, of that loss and um, how important it was to have her. 
But I also think about, now let's see what you all think. I think about gay males and their mothers. Really? I think there's some kind of <coughs> special connection with gay men and their mothers. Lauren? <laughs> um, I think... I, I think that may be somewhat of a stereotype. Um, about half of my friends, my gay male friends, it's, it's been a mix. Some were not close to their mothers at all, and some were extremely close to their mothers. Like, <laughs> too close to your mom. <laughs> it's like they're. It's like one of my uh, best friends. He, he and his mother are like. They're like. They're like sister and brother. They go on vacations together. They talk every single day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're very and close. And he's not just checking up on her no, because of her health. No, 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 no. They are they are like best friends, like literally. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's a mix. I don't I don't think that's is. You know, I'm not saying that you're suggesting this, but by under no means just because you're a gay man is going to be close to his, his, his mother. Yeah. I was very close with my mother, but I was very close with my father, too. I had a good relationship with each of them. You know, it's hard to say which one, losing which one was harder. It, they were different experiences for me because my father outlived my mother by 30 years. Yeah. So my mother died when I was 23. I, I was still a kid. Um, my father, Same I had... My, my mom passed when I was 24. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. It feels like really... I didn't realize yeah. you were that young. Yeah. Really young. Yeah, so with my father, I had a relationship as an adult. Um, and then as him being my kid, because he developed Alzheimer's. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't think I had an inappropriately close relationship with my mother. I think I had a very healthy relationship with my mother. Um, yeah. You know, it's the, the loss of a mother, and, and I was in my late 60s when my mother died, so uh, it doesn't matter how old you are. It is a loss. Mm -hmm. And to me, the only one that comes <coughs> close, the other loss that comes close to that, uh, would be your partner or your mm -hmm. spouse. And I think people look back and, and think, you know, when I was, I'm 40 now, what was my mother like and dad when, I, when they were 40? Mm -hmm. And then when one dies, it's like, so now is it like borrowed time mm -hmm. for me right. and, and the countdown to that age? Uh, and I went to your party, Patty, and I just loved it. Oh, thank you. Uh, and we anticipate you living much longer. Me too. Than your mother did. Thank you. I'm, um, I'm aiming for it. Yes. <laughs> now, Patty, did you feel like you were a great disappointment to your mother when you had outlived her? Because um, I felt like I had not accomplished what my mother had accomplished. I hadn't created any vaccines that had saved the world. Well, I, uh, my, my, immediate, my immediate thought was that I was a, a great disappointment to my mother when I was, when I was 23. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you came out? Um, well... Not about that. She just wanted grandkids, you know, mm. and she was just like, well, so when I'm not going to have any grandkids. And in fact, she had grandkids, but after she passed. Yeah. Um, so but that was her her big yeah. thing, you know, and I was just like, OK, so you want me just to, you know, run out and get pregnant? No, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> what I would like is some grandkids. <laughs> so I felt like, you know, 
in a in a way I was a great disappointment to her before she ever passed. <laughs> so being a disappointment to her now, I don't. I'm not. I'm I, not sure. I've, now that I'm a parent, I've never understood that that wish that parents put on their kids. I want grandkids. I wish I have grandkids. I don't do that you at all. You don't think about that? Mm-mm. I think most parents do, but it's interesting that... I mean, it'd be great. If, if, if Gabrielle wants to have kids, great. I'd, be, I'd love to have grandkids. But if she doesn't, that's cool, too. And I tell her that all the time. It is 100% up to you because I'm not raising them. If something goes wrong, I'm not raising you. Ron's going to be one of these granddads who's going to... You know, get them over there for the day, and he's going to sugar them up <laughs> and send them oh. home. Feed them all kinds of stuff. Oh, and then do you he's know gonna, what my... Bye. Yep. Do you know what later. my gift was? <laughs> got me figured out. My gift to, to friends for a while who had kids, a drum set. Oh, there you go. There I, you I go. thought every kid needed one. Uh, I always bought water guns. <laughs> those big machine water guns. I thought those parents were going to kill mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I was thinking about my mother, and uh, she learned how to use a computer from me, and so she was in her 70s, I guess, or 80s when she learned how to use one, and her password was children. That's what she thought was her biggest accomplishment. Oh. Isn't that, isn't that dear? That it is. That is. And, it, uh, and it's not that... Uh, she was a saint or anything for sure i still pray for her to make sure she gets up there <laughs> but uh <laughs> i really do but um that was her i think that's a parent's feeling is their greatest accomplishment is their children yeah yeah, yeah. and their grandchildren <laughs> that was just for you oh thank you thank you <laughs> see and i think i think laron's gonna Laurent and Danny are going to get up to that stage where, where Gabrielle's leaving the house, she's going off to college, all the things, and then you're going to go, oh, I wish I had a grandkid. So, maybe, maybe. You know, because my, my parents weren't saying, my mother was never saying to me when I was 10 or 12, I, you know, I really want grandkids. Right, right. That didn't even come up until we were of age and condition to right. do so. Right. <laughs> You want to say something? I did want to say something. It's Mother's Day coming up, and uh, I don't think any of us will ever forget that our mothers are our first love. Yes, mm-hmm. true. Yes. That goes for all of us. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's yeah. absolutely true. Good for good for you for saying that. Yeah. And, Thank you, Jane. That was that's a, that's, that's such a profound, great point. And and that's why it dovetails so much into the person we're with now. That's our love too. Mm. So they're very, they're very similar, I think, and. Sure. Uh, importance and weight, you know. But also, the other thought I had in my mind was what do our gay families do that have parents of the same gender when Mother's Day and Father's Day comes around? And so I asked Laron, because he and his partner Danny have a child, uh, do they celebrate Mother's Day? Yes, we do. We celebrate it with Danny's mom. So she's still oh, with us. Oh, cool. Um, my mother's deceased. Um, yeah, we, do, we, we don't shy around it. And for Father's Day... It must uh, be a blowout. <laughs> for her, bless her little heart, she, you know, she, she goes out of her way to, you know, if it, like last year, she got up really early in the morning and wanted to make this big breakfast with Danny and I. <laughs> um, so, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. She, she definitely celebrates uh-huh. both of us. I mean, yeah, we're not her mother. so. Yeah. But, you know, we, our style of parenting, 
we don't really focus too much on the gender or parents. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there, of course, we have to do things that will be traditionally considered mother's roles. Um, like shopping for clothes? Shopping for clothes, getting her hair done, mm-hmm. talking to her about that time of the month. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not like we can just say, oh, well, we're not women. We're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. God, okay. I hope Gabrielle's not listening today. <laughs> <laughs> we're parents. So... Um, it's all incorporated. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a story this past week in the Washington Post about um, a, this. It was focusing on a, a, a woman in England, but it was uh, pretty true here. Uh, she had been doing. She had a, a business around braiding hair, mm-hmm. and she decided to do a class, set up a class for fathers mm-hmm. to learn how to braid their daughter's hair, oh. and it was immediately full and there's a giant waiting list yeah i think i saw that and she only did um she only had eight spots per class and um some of them were bringing their their own daughters to along to be that that subject to learn Mm -hmm. how to braid and they were she she had no idea and was not expecting this but they were so focused and it's because they want like this is my shot this is my (laughs) This is this class is in such high demand. I've got to pay attention to every little detail because right, right. this is it, and I've got to do a good job for my daughter. Yeah. And they were, but they were perfectionists, and they wanted it to be just like they would take it all out and start over if they if they didn't. And she's like, well, that was a perfectly good braid. Said, no, 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 it's not good enough, you know. And and get going. And I thought that was just fabulous. And they had she had such a waiting list. She was mm-hmm. like having to add classes again and again to be able to accommodate all these men who want to do this well for their daughters. Yeah. And one guy recounted how he has four daughters and they're all stair-stepped and they all want their hair braided and his wife was doing it every morning before she went to work. And he was getting ready for work and stuff and he's like, wow, I have shared the load with my wife. Mm -hmm. Like, And if anything, we split it up. I do two and she does two and the morning goes so much faster <laughs> and the kids love my work and mm-hmm. you know I think that's just an awesome thing I do too that's a, a great thing as, as, as you bands. should mm-hmm. so yeah. do you do Gabrielle's hair uh, well not much anymore she doesn't have to do it herself but absolutely and <laughs> did you do it well Apparently I did because I got complimented all the time when she was really little. They were so shocked that a dad could do hair good. I'm like, well, yeah, someone's got to do it. That's right. Well, your advice should have been then your daughter needs a gay dad. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> your daughter needs a gay dad. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of gay dads, it is Pledge Drive. <laughs> okay. That has nothing to do with anything, I guess. Uh, Our number to call is 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Let's see if the gay dads will uh, identify themselves as gay dads and call in with a pledge. That would be nice. Or go online with a pledge. I'm a gay dad. And you can go online to pledge at... I was going to say at 972, but no, that's our phone number. Uh, You can go online at... KNON.org, hit the Pledge Now button, which is across the top, and uh, all of our pledge premiums will come up. Um, if you haven't gotten one of our KNON Blue Bonnet T-shirts or ladies' T-shirt, <laughs> Patty's going to give me hell after the show. Yes. <laughs> um, but the the, K, the KNON Black Blue Bonnet T-shirt 
is one of the prettiest t-shirts we've ever done. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And that is for a $50 pledge. And as I recall, um, I believe Dave Chaos told me this, that um, someone on staff here at the station, it was their, their girlfriend or, or wife or someone, someone associated with them, Freehanded that. Oh wow! That design and it's yeah. gorgeous. So it is yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, it really is one of the prettiest T-shirts we've ever mm -hmm. done. So, it's it's really striking. I would get that shirt if I were you. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three, or k n o n dot o r g. Um, at the beginning of the show, we were talking about groups meeting in person, and I went to the. Um, Coalition for Aging LGBT Summit yesterday, about 100 people there. Some people were wearing masks. It was an older group, uh, so that's understandable. Uh, nobody was upset that other people were not wearing masks. Um, visited a friend in the hospital recently, and we were talking about it because even though the mask mandate had gone away, people in the hospital were wearing masks. It hadn't gone away there. Yeah. Well, it, we were talking about it and saying it probably shouldn't go away in hospitals. Yeah, I thought it was good to have it. Because people's immune systems are down, they're sick. Once you're in the yeah. person's room and it's a private room, depending upon what they're in the hospital for, you might not need it yeah. then, but walking through the halls, you don't know what you could catch, you mm -hmm. don't know what they could catch from you. So, um, our grief group started meeting in person again. Oh, it did. Oh, good. Yeah, we're meeting on Wednesday, the fourth Wednesday of the month at 6.30 at Union Coffee. It's a grief group for people who have lost a same-sex spouse. And we're very specific about that. And spouse the or partner? Spouse or partner. Okay. Um, and, and we've had both come yeah. through. Not everybody has been uh, officially legally married, but it's the same thing if yeah. it's a partner, um, especially in our community. Uh, I don't know that the term marriage means something to everybody. It does uh, to us. You know, it, it does to us, and I never felt married until Brian died. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because what does feeling getting married feel like? Did you? Oh, I, f I felt it. I, I felt it really pretty quickly um, in yeah. that it was real. I cried through the whole thing. I just cried and cried and cried. It really was shocking to me, but it meant so much. I yeah. had fought so long and hard for equal rights. Yeah, it, it, it was really here. It was moving. Yeah, yeah. Same and here. when you got married, yeah. it was way before we had any same-sex marriage in this country. Correct. Um, we had been together for 10 years. We got married on our 10-year anniversary, but... Yeah, to fly to Poland to do it. <laughs> uh, but it made it, it yeah, immediately. Yeah, it made it, it, I felt yeah. it immediately. It's like, okay, this is a difference. Yeah. Now, yeah. the ceremony meant a lot to me. Well, yours was so public and so big. It, it, you know, the... Turtle Creek Chorale. <laughs> well, we were married on stage during a Turtle Creek Chorale concert. Do you know the thing that was most meaningful to me? My aunt, who was the last person left from that generation, who was 89 at the time, called me up after I had invited my cousins, and she said, David, I want to give you away. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? And I said, okay, uh, Aunt Rhoda, but 
you just need to know this will be the most bizarre wedding you've ever been to. She said, David, I've known you since you were born. What do you think I'm coming for? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be here for this bizarreness because uh, I know it will be. Right, right. Yeah, and today, actually, my family's getting together celebrating her 95th birthday. Oh, oh happy birthday, Aunt Rhoda. Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. I'm That's going up taking her to the Turtle Creek Chorale concert at Carnegie Hall. Wow. In July. So awesome. Mm -hmm. Is she mobile? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you don't need a wheelchair. Well, yeah. Maybe. For longer distance, longer walking, she uses a wheelchair. That would be ideal. Yeah. You know, when my my cousins were married and I officiated at their wedding out in in San Francisco before Obergefell, um, I never expected a particular moment to have meaning to me th that it did mm -hmm. and that was um, when when I went with my my cousin Kathy and and her new wife Connie was driving around in the rental car uh, you know around the block until we got done so because the parking was crazy oh. and we had a rental car and we went up those big steps at the City Hall in San Francisco mm -hmm. it's this beautiful famous building yeah. and found our way to to file the marriage certificate and it really meant something to me then. I started bawling spontaneously. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, I didn't even expect it to happen. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, this is where it becomes official. Mm -hmm. And you this know? is what we've been fighting for. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So, so I was just bawling. <laughs> it's moving. It's Never even expected right. it to, right. to happen. We are um, completely out of time. Well, oh, we are. Thank you for oh. having me. Thank you, Candy, as thank always. You for coming, as thank always. you, Candy, and thank you for your generous pledge. Well, you're thank welcome. You. You're welcome. I love K N O N. I love what y'all do. It touches a lot of people. And if you still want to pledge, you can go to knon.org and go to the Pledge Now button and uh, make a donation. Just designate it for this show or whichever show it is that you'd like to pledge to. This for, all, show. for all of us here at, at, at I was going to say for all of us here at Candy Markham, <laughs> for all of us here at KNON, have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>